Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. And that over there is my co host, Jay Smith the King. Sometimes I can't tell if you're like saying, you know, so I'll be be watching. I'm on it. Today I had it. I had it. I do it to Fina all the time, too. And I'm just like, maybe I should let people introduce themselves. Like, it's just, yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's not good. I've gotten to the point now where I can tell. Well, based on your pause. No, it's good. It's good. But but based on how you talk and and how you're breathing there goes, it's like, okay, he wants me to jump in. Let me jump in. I need to be more consistent. I don't know what it is, but it's just one of those things. But uh, welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline. Welcome to all of those of you that are joining us live right now on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Small hint, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, jump over to YouTube. It's a much better opportunity to be a part of the community comment and you can comment us and there's interaction there and that's kind of where everybody ends up but uh, welcome to everybody for uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show the buffalo bills are two and one and uh do you want to start with our little bet uh, yeah we can so uh, really it's not even necessarily the bet because it's not over it's all season so it is all season but, but we just want i just wanted to to see where we are um i feel bad where where because, where are we? Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the New York Giants. That's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Prior to the season, and I'm like, no, you know what, Joe, you're you're gonna win this bet. Like I, I'm hoping that I'm wrong here, dude. I looked at it at at uh, Isaiah we, Hodgins' stats. We are three games in, and Isaiah has uh, five receptions for 64 yards. And if you extrapolate that out at this pace, it's going to be really close. Yikes. <laughs> yikes but at the end of the day if the stats we really should be looking at are probably daniel jones's stats because daniel jones has been awful this season man he everybody on this like he darren waller is non-existent mm, you know daniel jones it was almost yeah yeah name another one <laughs> i mean <laughs> right he, yes daniel jones is the problem but uh have you seen any of his game well you saw they played did they play the mm-hmm. cardinals yeah well, I've watched the um, – did they play the card? No, I think they played the Cardinals come – they played the Seahawks. I believe, the Seahawks, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, I've I've watched a couple of their games. Um, they're, they're not good, man. They're yeah. just not good. And I don't know what happened. Like, to go from a year where um, they come in, Brian Dayball surprises everybody. They make the playoffs, and, you know, they look like they, they – I don't know. It like they hit they hit rock bottom really fast. Yeah, it's really really strange. But excited that they're coming to Buffalo and the Bills get to play them. Un, un, unlike the team that we have to play this week, but we will get to that in a moment. Uh, yeah, I know that you've done a couple shows. I've done a couple shows. Uh, we're going to talk about obviously a little bit this Washington football game. We're also going to talk about the squish the fish right on time. Xavier Stutz's uh, comment. We're going to talk about this upcoming game in uh, the Miami Dolphins coming to Buffalo. Obviously, we generally start with the Washington game. Do you want to start just kind of like your where where is it landed with you now that we're getting ready to put this game to bed officially? Man, I'm just amazed. If I'm being honest, like I'm just amazed at how quickly um, it seems like you can tell exactly what's different about the defense. Mm, like mm, that's good. And and you know I loved I, I'm a big supporter. First of all, I was not one of the guys who was upset at all with Leslie Frazier. Like I felt like to have a top five defensive unit consistently, I felt like was a pretty good thing, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. P- 
pretty quickly you can see like, okay, yeah, you can have a top five unit, but it's, it's something about being aggressive the way Sean McDermott is. And um, he has the same guys that couldn't get to the quarterback. Now, all of a sudden we're getting to the quarterback. And if we're able to do that um, consistently throughout the rest of the season, whether we have Vine or not, dude, that, it, it changes the way I go into games like this one coming up this weekend. Joe is currently trying new sound effects for his microphone. And I think I'm back. Am I back? <laughs> you you never left. We were oh, looking at you the whole time. <laughs> Joe leaves. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Joe. He's having some technical difficulties. So, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so for me, one of the things that I really look at is, is yes, the defensive line. We're finally getting to the quarterback early and often. And then aside from getting to the quarterback, I'm also looking at, just it's okay joe it's okay i don't know what's going on over here dude i got crickets <laughs> outside my window and like things are just going nuts so it's all good i was saying now and also aside from the defensive line another thing that i'm looking at is is really even just how the the linebackers seem to be making splash plays it's not just that they're um because for instance everybody again everybody knows how much i love tremaine when he was mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. tremaine he prevented things from happening. He didn't. He didn't quite make this, the splash play, but he prevented guys from even trying to do certain things, like throwing over the middle. What mm -hmm. we're seeing here with Bernard is that he's, at least in this game, and and even in the game prior, he had an interception. Yeah. So he's athletic enough to, you know, say, "Hey, come on and test me," and you go ahead and test me, and I'm gonna show you it was a mistake. So, look, if this is what we're gonna get all season, uh, we know who Matt Milano is. Hey, I'm I'm ready, man, and. I think I'm in agreement. I think I'm in agreement 100% in the sense that, uh, you know, that defense played well against the Jets. That defense has played consistent kind of this whole year as far as the three games that we have. Um, mm -hmm. I like, uh, to your point, the little bit that I heard before my computer just, and I touched nothing. The computer just decided to go nuts <laughs> twice. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I like what we see, to your point about the aggressiveness of Sean McDermott and his play calling. I, I'm amazingly surprised and we're going to talk about obviously uh terrell bernard you mentioned him briefly you know with two sacks an interception this weekend and a fumble recovery terrell bernard is the has been named the afc defensive player of the week um he also has had another interception already this season i also like what i'm seeing from the offense in in as much as aside from three passes from josh allen in week one that offense has been very consistent and i said on my show on set on sunday that it feels like this team is really beginning to find out who they are relatively early um not to say that they didn't do that last year and then Allen got hurt and some things went sideways and they looked completely different they still made the playoffs last year but things look completely different it just seems like they're finding who they are quickly and it seems like I don't know if you said this while I was gone that the defense is far more complementary of the offense than maybe it ever has been that doesn't mean that the offense is just as complementary to the defense because the offense is still struggling at times a little bit first down mainly um but yeah i don't know that's so i i like what i've been seeing you know what i'm gonna agree with you there and uh, the first down thing yeah i agree with you too but the offense i feel like is also complementing the defense very well because in the fourth quarter now look james cook is running the ball when the defense knows mm -hmm. that we want to run the ball and run the clock out it's and true. he's still breaking seven yard runs 25 yard runs 18 he's still able to do exactly what he does mm -hmm. for the entire game and he's able to milk the clock and when you can when you can add a run game 
that's going to be able to move the ball when the defense knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is going to be unstoppable. Yeah, he's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, for sure. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays this weekend. But let's talk about Terrell Bernard real quick, because I was uh, said this on both of my shows as well. I was one of the first, not the first. I was I was one of the many who criticized Terrell Bernard in as much as I didn't feel like this team had a uh, legitimate starting middle linebacker with the absence of Tremaine Edmonds on it, which is, you know, in, in my I talked about it with John quite quite a bit on Monday, uh, which I feel like that point was proven because literally two days after I said that on my show, they went out and they signed Christian Kirksey, right? So to me, when you know what you've got, if I know that I've got a a brick of gold in my bag, I'm not running to the ATM machine. You know what I mean? Like, like there's an aspect of like, well, maybe they just signed him because that's what John said. Maybe they just signed him because there's a good talent out there and you want to sign it. And I was like, or maybe they signed it because they just weren't sure. He didn't play in the preseason. He didn't really play last year. And as much as you see a guy in practice and in minicamp and OTAs, it it changes when the game starts. But he has been an amazing surprise. I feel like he's he's like the opposite of what um, (laughs) what Nathan Peterman is, right? Like Nathan (laughs) Peterman in practice and in a preseason, he's like phenomenally perfect. And then you put him in the game and he throws four interceptions, five interceptions and a half. And then you look at Bernard when it's like you see him in preseason or you see him, don't see him in preseason or the little bit that you saw from him last year. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, he might be. And then you put him in games. And then this past week he's out there and he looks like Luke Keekley. Like what is like, what's going on? I'm up. I'm not upset about it at all though. Like I'm, I'm so happy um, that he's kind of like having this coming out party. Uh, mm. You know, defensive player of the week, man. This was amazing to watch. I had I had a great time rooting for the kid. Honestly, I, I hope he has the rest of the season do this again. Like I, think, every I think particularly this game matches up well for him as far as just kind of being because one of the things that the Patriots did to slow slow down, they still lost to the Dolphins. One of the things they did was they played three safeties, and there's an aspect of like with Terrell Bernard being a converted safety, an oversized safety at linebacker, is he kind of has that feel and his 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 back defensive backfield awareness from what we've seen so far in the video that we've seen that's been broken down has been incredibly solid as far as handing guys off communication knowing where he's supposed to be not getting tricked now it doesn't mean that he's not going to get tricked it doesn't mean that he's not going to be out of position it doesn't mean that he's not going to take a bad a bad angle on a guy Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddle one of these running backs for goodness sakes, any of the defensive players could end up taking the wrong angle on one of these guys. It, it happens fast, right? Like it happens mm-hmm. like whoops, <laughs> and, and it's over. You think like even the one the, the very first touchdown that T- Terry Kill lat, had had last week, it was a broken play. He was all alone, but they had a safety back deep. Like you just keep everything in front of you, and guess what? He couldn't do. He took the wrong angle, and Tyreek was gone. It was like yeah. So I'm excited to see him play particular particularly this week as well, but. You've got to like what you see from the kid. I'm still on the let's wait and see wagon, right? I think there's yeah. an aspect of some I games mean, need to be played still. Well, you know, because we we saw AJ Klein be a AFC defensive player of the week before in this scheme. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, he had a great game. And um, while I look, everybody, because I, you know, I got tagged. No, because you know, I got tagged. No. Because I got tagged a trillion times, and I'm like, look, I'm very – and I'm going to be ha- – so this is – and by no way am I hating on him. I want him to do that every week. I want to come on here and be like, yo, I don't miss Tremaine at all. Yeah, I want to do that. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is one game to me doesn't – it doesn't make me say, okay, we found our middle linebacker for yeah. the next five years. It, let me see him do this for a couple weeks against mm-hmm. some – 
some better talent. And and I'm with you. I, I love it. I love everything that we saw. Yeah, you walk you walked into where I was going with my next comment question, whatever, which was the Tremaine piece. What is what does Terrell Bernard have to do for you to effectively it's the Isaiah Hodgins piece for me, right? What do I need to see from another mm-hmm. wide receiver on this team, not named Stephon Diggs, for me to, to stop going, well, they wouldn't let Isaiah Hodgins walk out the door. You know what I mean? Like, what what has to happen for you with Terrell Bernard, or anybody for that matter, because it could be, you know, Dorian Williams or one of these other guys on the right, it's not going to be Terrell Dotson, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what has yeah. to happen from one of these guys to where you're like, it's the Josh Allen effect, where, like, at, at what point is it like, we got our guy? Like there's a moment for everybody where with Josh Allen, where you're like, and it's different for all of us, where it was like, that's the guy right there. That's the guy. It won't take much from me. Uh, you know, with my all my love for Tremaine is my love for Tremaine, but I, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. So when I look at this game and I see a defense that's playing together and they're a good unit and he's making big plays, yeah. Look, come out, come out and, and have a good game against Miami. And I promise you, I will oh. be singing your praises. I will, I will update my I love you, Tremaine sign. Like I'm saying, like I'm a Bills fan, so I mean, like I'm gonna root for Tremaine, and and I have his jersey. I I root for him every time he plays. The Bears suck, but I root for him. It'd be amazing Look, if you if you took that sign and somehow did like a a mocked up whiteout. Like if it was small and you did whiteout on it, I'm gonna just, and then ro- I'm gonna just take some duct tape. I'm gonna take some duct tape and put it right over the top, and then take a marker and write his name in there. It's going, it, but I mean, like I you, it, it won't take much. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Terrell. It it won't take much. It's just. You know, just just do this consistently, and I'm on board. I just, I just, all I'm saying is, I'm not going to jump off the cliff after one game. But yeah, he was very impressive. Very yeah, impressive. It's been more than one, but this one game was hasn't been done since Brian Urlacher. And I, I threw a joke tweet out there that was like, oh, at least now we've got our comp. Like, Terrell I wouldn't say Bernard. it's been more than one either. Though. Like, well, he had a like good a lot of time- interception last week against the Raiders. He, he had, had interceptions. A- had okay, a- but he didn't have a good. But no, but I mean, we got to relax as Bills fans. We act like. Oh, he's either out of fans. Like he had a good game. The thing that impresses me the most is his tackling. Like he's he's actually bringing guys to the ground, and we know that is. this defense has had a problem tackling since Sean McDermott got here, maybe even before that. But I mean, I think that's one of the things that it's like, oh, right. It's the splash plays, the splash plays. You've got to be where you're supposed to be. You've got to line the defense up. Blah 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 blah. And you got to make tackles. One thing that, to Jerry Strowski's point, Tremaine Edmonds is is a tackling machine. Right, that he dude is. is a tackling machine, and that was part of why I loved him. That was right. part of why. I loved him. But can, can we um, just real since we're talking about tackling? I know we're talking about middle linebacker mm-hmm. Christian Christian Benford. Can we just talk about how amazing this guy is? Yeah, and how quiet like, he is. He just goes. Yo, about oh my god, he just yeah. works. He just yeah. works, and he finds work on every play. And he he rarely misses tackles. If it's an open field tackle where it's just him on an island by himself, whoever he's, he's out there with, they get tackled. I love it. Like, I absolutely love it, man. Like, and and I know we all, all of us, all, every content creator, Buffalo Rumblings, Buffalo mm-hmm. Fanatics, Cover One, Raw, why is Kyer Elam not playing? Why is he not? I'll tell you what, I'm not asking that no more. Christian Benford is the starting cornerback on the other side of Trey White, and that's it to me. That's yeah, you got you to wonder. I know there's a lot of people speculating that Kyer is going to play this week, but there's an aspect of, I think Joe Marino said it on GR this morning on his spot on GR. He's like, I don't know that Kyer is playing in this football game. If it ain't broke, why am I trying to fix it? Well, it's you're you're facing you're facing something completely different that you've seen three times last year, and yeah, Terry Kill got there last year, right? So you saw it three times last year. But it, you're, we're we're walking right into the next topic, which the Buffalo Bills defense had nine sacks and four interceptions, along with a fumble recovery against the Commanders, which we all saw and loved. We've talking about, it, and there's a lot to talk. There's a lot of meat on this bone, on this defense bone. 
But what, you know, what do we think of I, the question that I posed is what do we think of the, of the, of the new look McDermott defense, which is, is largely predicated upon that, that pressure, right? Being more aggressive. Um, I think what I really want to ask is, is how sustainable is it? How big is the test this weekend? Is this the test of tests? And when will it be proven? Is that the right word? Yeah, the, er, think, early I, in the season, is it, the early in the season, the, the, this the is games a test. are a bit of a liar, this, right? We no, know but that this is a test. This is this is test. last year. This is last year Chiefs game early in the season before the bye. Like Bills fans knew we had to win this game. Dolphins fans know they have to win this game. It's it's one of those games where for the Dolphins, look, if they lose it, they're tied for first place still at three and one. But they don't want to walk around for the rest of the year until January with Bills fans having bragging rights. And Bills fans don't want to go two and two and be two games behind Miami at this point of the season. It's one of those games that you have to win. And then you're looking at an offense. The Bills and the Dolphins are one and two. So mm-hmm. the Dolphins are one. The Bills are two in point differential for the season so far. DVOA, Look, this the is, Dolphins are one. DVOA, the Bills are two. Bills are two. So is it, this is the game. So regardless of how you, how we want to word it, yesterday on the chop up, me and um, Jeremy was on there with with smoke, and Jeremy was like, "No, yeah. it's not a big deal." He's like, "It's just like it's weak, it's early," and and I get exactly where he's coming from. I get why you have that type of talk. You got to win this game. You, you have to win this game. It's it's a big deal. The Bills would be zero and two in the division. The Dolphins would be two and two and zero in the division, right? Uh, and then even if you beat the Dolphins later, it's a split, which means that all things kind of being equal, they still have a half game lead on you as it pertains to the division lead. Um, this is very much not a must win for the Dolphins. It it's it's not a must win for the Bills, but it's borderline. I mean. If they don't win this football game, they got some work in front of them. They got a lot. Not that they're up to not up to the work, but they've got a lot of work in front of them. If that if 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 they don't win this football game, the question is going to be: What do the Bills have to do in this test to slow down that Dolphins team? We saw them do it in Week One in Miami. The, the, the Dolphins, I said it on on the the, the chop up last night when I put the, the 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 message in the comment. In they only had two hundred yards last year in that game. Now, mm-hmm. Tua was concussed, right? All things being equal, Tua was concussed in that game. Uh, even though he finished the game, he was still concussed. So we know that the Bills have the ability, the capability of slowing down the Dolphins' offense. It's just, it's, man, it's tough, dude. In fairness, in fairness when you say that, um, so first, you're right, he was concussed. But also, all three times that we saw them last year, the Buffalo Bills were not 100% on defense. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Micah Hyde for either one of those games. The first game, we didn't have Jordan Poyer. We didn't have Von Miller the second two games that we played them. We didn't. So, I mean, Trey yeah. White wasn't there the first game. Yeah. Our, our offensive line, half the line was out due to, and I'm not, this isn't, Va- we lost say, the game. Did you say Vaughn wasn't there the last two? Did you say that as the, well? The last two games. Yeah. Yep, so yep, the yep. playoff game and the, the December game. Right. So, I mean, like when you look at these, and it's like, because even last night, Smoke was on chop up and he's like, I mean, it's, all these games are so close. You know, he's, he's okay, yeah. Smoke, whatever, dude. Right, right, Look, right. we didn't have Mike at the first game. Y'all barely was able to do anything. And the only reason why we lost is because everybody was exhausted. Everybody needed IVs and crap. You won. Okay. <laughs> you won your Super Bowl. But in reality, if the Bills, if if both teams were 100%, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Bills, man. Like, I'm not – and right now, the Bills are healthy going into this game. Like, I know the, I know what the, the injury report says. I don't know if you loaded it up this week. I did. We're, we're going to hit it. You want to hit it now? You know, yeah, let's hit it now. Because, I mean, I know what the injury report says. Yep, you yep. look at it and you got to do not 
you know, you got to didn't practice for Bates and Floyd and Hyde and Neil and Poyer. And that's like, holy crap, our, half our defenses, we didn't practice. Look, these guys are, they're old. Okay, so, so <laughs> they're old. It's Wednesday. They're, Sorry, Jordan. I love you, bro. They're, they're, they're old, he said. <laughs> so for football, they're old. And, and and it's look, they get veteran rest days. I know it says ankle. I know it says knee and all this stuff. These guys are playing Sunday. We're healthy. So I'm not worried. We're not getting blown out like the Broncos. This is not the, the, the Dolphins are not the greatest show on turf. Mm. They're not. Well, according to smoke they are but yeah the leonard floyd micah hyde issues are, are issues from last week right so they, they struggled with those and, and played in the football game uh ryan bates i saw ryan bates limping on the sidewalk or sidewalk on the sideline when i was actually in washington and i was like oh he's not a starter though um as far as that goes the taron johnson one is new serenial is new jordan poyer um you probably know more about the jordan poyer one than uh, than than what you call it than I would vet as far rest. as that goes. What's that? Vet rest, vet rest. He's vet rest, and I think McDermott kind of alluded to that. Didn't he kind of infer that that it was like? And, I, and I've yeah. got that rolling at the bottom. You know, it, it seems like they were given time to rest. But you know, is there a worry in the state there? I don't think so either. I like what you said that if if everybody is one hundred percent, I'm taking the Bills over the Dolphins. The reason that I'm taking the Bills over the Dolphins is because the Dolphins defense, even though it's got some incredibly good players on it isn't as good as the Bills defense. And Josh Allen, the reason he is the Dolphins' daddy is because he eats that defense alive. Every time he plays him, just about, he they want to play man against him. And one thing we know about Josh is he eats man alive. He also gets an extra gear. They asked him about just his little thing with Christian Wilkins. And he was like, uh, and he complimented him and didn't give him any, like, bulletin board material. But at the end of the day, he did say, then, we, then the helmet and the pads go on and we get chippy because that's what yeah. happens. And it's just like, and, and you know, Josh looks forward to the, you know, he, there's certain guys that, you know, get under his skin and he gets under theirs. And I think mm -hmm. Wilkins is that guy for Josh. Wilkins online. is that guy. Yeah. For yeah. So for they sure. look forward to seeing each other. Yeah. But there's nobody on this injury, injury report that makes me nervous. So we jumped to the injury report and we're officially on to the Dolphins game, which I pretty much figured would happen. The Washington game we've beat into the dirt and we throttled them and it should have been 37 to zero, but it is what it is. Like, you know, you come off the field it with a field goal they should have at least tried to you know what one last thing about the washington game i will okay. say one last thing yeah i need somebody other than stefan diggs to to be a wide receiver oh, that's, that's i know gabe topics. davis had a <laughs> i think that's one of my topics i'm sorry okay so we well <laughs> no you're, you're walking into them it's great okay i had despite, despite scoring 37 points versus the commanders 30 by the offense the Bills seem to be unable to establish a true number two wide receiver how important is it because the Bills have been winning since Emmanuel Sanders was gone. Right? But you know what? But you know what? We don't win in the moments that we need that wide receiver too. So, like, yeah, you could beat the commanders like this because we could beat them the way we beat them. We got a pick six from AJ Epinesa. We did digs mm -hmm. and we got so yeah, Davis got a touchdown. His one reception on four targets was a touchdown. I need I don't expect him to come out every week and have look when he plays well, I praise him. You saw the game last week. Uh they played, he had what 98 or something yards and mm -hmm. look i came out and said look he's playing very well this is what we need but uh deontay hardy everybody during the offseason told me that oh he's the speed he's an upgraded isaiah mckenzie and you know how harsh i was on isaiah mckenzie where the heck is hardy where, where the, the heck, heck is, is it where the heck is hardy or is it why the heck are they using hardy like he's got isaiah mckenzie's jersey on well it, it's something 
because DeAndre Whatever Hardy didn't play like that when he was a saint. That This isn't the role he played as a saint when he was healthy. When he was healthy, he was a wide receiver. He wasn't a gadget guy catching weird, like, short wide receiver screens. Like, if you're going to use the dude, use the dude, right? You brought him here, play him. 100%. But then but then even take a step further than that, Kincaid. Tell me this guy isn't – if you, I don't know if you got a chance to rewatch the game. I know being at the mm-hmm. game, it's a little different sometimes. Yeah, I had to. Kincaid <laughs> – Dude, Kincaid, man, he runs like a – it's beautiful to watch this guy run. And he Cook creates right separation so easily. Yes. Cook is right there with him. And mm-hmm. so at this point, the issue is not, oh, the Bills – remember a few years back, it's like, oh, we got these wide receivers that just don't create separation. So Josh Allen has to – he does not have that problem. These right. guys are getting separation. Right. Why is Stefan Diggs the only one that's seemingly consistently able to catch the ball? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't have that answer either, other than the you know, Josh Allen is making a uh very much an intentional effort to take what the defenses are giving him, which is what we want, right? That's what we want. Um, which potentially when he's gonna go downfield, he's gonna look for his guy, which is Stefan Diggs. And the, the bigger fear that I have is that we get into the back half of the season and Stefan Diggs doesn't disappear. They just stop throwing him the football because they're trying to work other parts of the field. Keep Diggs in the rhythm of the game. He's vitally important to the, the success of this offense. But to your point, there's got to be other guys that are open on this football field. Like, we know, know there what? are. And you're right. Keep Diggs involved. But at, at some point, Every team that we that we play is going to say, "Oh, well, if Diggs is the only one catching the ball consistently, and Davis is only getting, oh, okay, well, let's just single cover Gabe, let's single cover, and let's put a bracket over on Diggs, or let's do something to shut Diggs down. And mm-hmm. if they shut Diggs down, if that game Gabe doesn't step up, if mm-hmm. that game Knox doesn't have a huge game, and and I love Knox, I was I was looking at Knox, I did a parlay for um." for pregame Romans that I'm preparing for. And I looked at his number and I'm like, oh, Knox can easily, one of the one of the part of the parlay is like Knox uh, has to be over 24 and a half yards. Oh, I'm like, oh, the Dawson Knox can. Against yeah. the Dolphins? Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm like, oh, he can absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. That's no problem. And then I put up his stats. You know, I'm, the, the he had 25 yards against the Jets and that was the most that he had. He had 11 yards against the Commanders and 10 against the Raiders. Yeah, but D- D- Kincaid is getting his looks. He's getting his targets. Okay, let, let me pull up Kincaid's stats because, again, I, I, the, the reason why I'm tripping is because consistently, no, we're not. Kincaid had two receptions for three yards against the Commanders. Against the Jets, he had four receptions for 26 yards. Mm-hmm. The Raiders was his best game at five receptions for 43. The, like, like, like I, I hear your point is accurate. S- some targets are going other places, but somebody got to do better than two, three receptions and 10 yards and. Uh, what was it? 26 yards, 25 for Dawson, three yards against the commanders for Kincaid. We mm-hmm. got to do better. And I'm sorry, I, I, we, we won 37 to three and I'm, I'm sitting here complaining. But realistically, when we play against talent like the, the Dolphins this weekend, when we have to go up against somebody like uh, Kansas City later on in December, when the games are mm-hmm. when every mm-hmm. single game is going to be under a microscope, mm-hmm. I need somebody other than Stefan Diggs to have some. Rece- I just need you to take pressure off of Josh. You're exactly right. It's not about the commanders. It's not about the Raiders. It's about those games when you've got to have a number two guy establish himself on the football field. And it's 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 interesting to me as much as we didn't necessarily think about it 
with John Brown. We didn't think about it with Emmanuel Sanders. Those guys were legit number two wide receivers. Like they took that pressure off of Stephon Diggs and put pressure on the defense. And Gabe just doesn't seem to do that for whatever reason. Um, the question is, is who's behind him that can? Is it going to be Dawson Knox? Is it going to be Dalton Kincaid? Is it going to be Sherfield? Is it going to be Hardy? Is it, who's the guy behind? I don't I, I don't know that I have the answer. I mean, it, it seems like the Bills are committed, completely committed to, no, 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 Gabe is number two. Can this be one of those years that we actually do make a trade for for a receiver by the trade deadline? And I'm not I'm not even talking to trade somebody away. Like I'm not saying get rid of Gabe. Look, I know Bills Mafia. We love all our guys. I don't want to get in trouble this week. Okay, so this week I'm playing it nice. Can we trade to bring somebody in though? Like, can we? Can we? Go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. I was I was gonna say if there's a guy to trade, it's Gabe because this is the last year of his contract. But the question is, is do you want to keep Gabe on this on this roster and bring in a guy over him to play that number two spot? Man. I want the offense to consistently be better. So, so if that's Gabe, by all means, if, if Gabe ain't the one, man, I, because I, I, I want to, I want to watch the Bills in Vegas. I want to watch the Bills in Vegas in February. Me too. Like I have every intention on going to Vegas this year. They're committed to run the twelve personnel and some thirteen. They're committed to running the football. They've got the horses to do it for the first time since you and I have been doing this show. They have the horses mm-hmm. to, for the run game. Like they've got three guys that are very different, that are all completely talented to the point of if Devin Singletary had gone down, we'd all been like, oh God, Zach Moss is the, the starter. And, 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 you know what I mean? Like, and now it's like if James Cook gets hurt, there's an aspect of like that sucks. But it's like, uh, but Damian Harris is really right. good. And, and, and so, yeah, is, like, okay. <laughs> right. And so, I get that, and I want that, and I feel like the run game has to be established, but at the same time, the best weapon on your team is no, this wearing this number, and the, the second best weapon on your team is wearing three digits lower than this number, so I don't want to be a run-centric offense, but at the same time, you've got to – I don't even know what the answer is. I, I mean, maybe maybe the idea is we're not going to have a, a, an established number two. We're going to run the crap out of the football. Diggs is going to be Diggs, and when we need that ancillary stuff, we're going to get it from Dalton, Dawson, Hardy, Gabe. Yada yada down the cook. I mean, cook is ca- catching passes. Like cook has to be the second leading receiver on the team, right? He has to be. He has to be. I don't. I don't know. I would think. I, I would don't think even want to look it up. I was about to look it up. I don't even want to look it up. I <laughs> was about to get mad. Which isn't a bad thing. I mean, James Cook being the second leading receiver on the team isn't a bad thing. He's a guy that you want to have the football in his hands in space. Absolutely. And I love that he has the ball, but the running game is not my problem. I listen. I, I brought it up just for complimentary yeah. things to Josh and and Steph. Like it's a compliment. Right. No, and, a compliment and you're to saying that. it. Yeah. So we're both saying the same thing here. So I want to clarify for those listening by pod or watching the Vic has. We're not. We have no beef with the run game. Mm-hmm. The problem that that we're seeing right now, still with the offense, is that again after our wide receiver one, how was the ball like? Now you have plays where things just happen because Josh Allen is Josh Allen, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That is fine. But we got it. We one reception, albeit for a touchdown. One reception on four targets. It was all Josh. That, that touchdown was Josh. It was. It was Josh. And I mean, on a rope. Are you kidding yeah. me? Did you, you see that? Yes. Did you, you see may, that throw? Oh my god! You may have put this up from Triggs. Uh, the comment: Davis is a very good wide receiver three, and that's okay. It is okay. Except for the fact that the the coaching staff is forcing him to be a wide receiver too. 
<laughs> if he was a wide receiver three and that was the role he was in, great, right? Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's all he's got. Jeez is, is the answer that he's got. So what is the answer? What do the Bills do? Do they go find a guy? Do you do you do you upset the balance in the wide receiver room by going and getting a guy? Um is there guy- balance? Because I would argue if, if, if I would argue there's no balance outside of the fact that Stefan Diggs is happy right now because he's getting 10 receptions a game. And but we're outside winning. of and that, we're winning. It, we're, right, and we're winning. Two, two games we've won. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, like, you know, but when you're talking about the wide receiver room, do we really have balance? To me, balance is okay, Diggs is your clear number one wide receiver. Then you have a couple guys that kind of fit in the middle of the pack there that Josh is getting close to 300 yards a game or throwing for more than 300. In today's NFL, the way this offense looks, I don't, I, I just don't understand why guys aren't getting thirty yards playing on the same team with Josh. In that wide receiver room, you've got Stephon Diggs, who's an alpha. Him doesn't matter who you. The, the only person you're bringing into this team to upset the balance of Stephon Diggs is Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill, somebody else. That's an, another like top three wide receiver, top four. It's Stephon Diggs is him. We all know that. Give me Adams. The rest of the room, one of them has proven it, and the the other ones, because of what the Bills are doing with them or how the games have played out, are just a bunch of Jags, just another guy. Like, Diggs is just another guy. Sherfield right now is just another guy. Hardy is just another guy. Like, they're just, they're just other guys, right? Nobody outside of Stefan Diggs, to me, has proven anything. I I, I agree. And so what, where does that lead us for the rest of the season? What do the bills have to do? How do they play complimentary football with Diggs and Allen to make sure that Diggs and Allen isn't taken away and we can still win football games? You know, uh, Lamont, my man, Renaissance man is in the, in the commentary. He says, Denver is 0 three. That's all I'm saying. Denver is 0 three and going nowhere. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if he's saying Portland what I'm Sutton. about to say here. I was Go just about to say Portland either Cutting Sutton or Jerry Judy. <laughs> Go right. get one of those two guys. I don't know if that's where you were going, L, but I appreciate the comment because that's where it took me. Go get <laughs> Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton right now and pair him with Josh Allen and let Gabe Davis be a third receiver because Stefan Diggs now has another guy that can do the same things that he can do. I'll be happy and shut up. Super Bowl favorites if that happens. Easy. Easy. Because how are you stopping that offense? You're not. How are you stopping that offense? You're not because that puts Gabe Davis in a dominant role. Which we have seen. We have seen him. He would be unstoppable at the third position. Are you kidding me? Right. As the third as the third wide receiver with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Diggs. And you've got Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, and that run game with Josh Allen. Man. All right. Before third down, let's get it. <laughs> Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile Technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons. Leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. 
<laughs> Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> Joe can't even keep his face right because he already knows it's third down. It's and the way the down. defense has been playing this year, man, that's a good down for us. That is a good down for us. So we are jumping to game predictions and uh, Josh Allen's stat line predictions as well. Before we go there, every I'm, I know you watched the pressers today because you sent me a message and said, hey, make sure you watch the pressers. And I did. Every single player, every single coach that was interviewed was asked about the Dolphins scoring 70 points. Can we just establish that the Dolphins are not scoring 70 points this weekend? And it was it's it was a little blown out of proportion, was it not? I, I think so. <laughs> yes, it was. Now, like, first, again, let me let me give credit where it's due. Scoring 70 points in a professional football game in the NFL is not an easy feat, regardless of who you're playing. Okay, now it's not happening this Sunday. Can I just can, can we take it there? Can we also talk about the fact that scoring 70 points is more about the Denver Broncos than the than the Miami Dolphins? You, you, I mean, you were letting their backup score. Like, so at this point, it's, it's they were running the ball. And so and then can I talk about how soft I don't know how these report how, how true these reports are, but some reports how other GMs and coaches felt it was disrespectful for the Miami Dolphins to run the score up. I hate the Dolphins as much as the next Bills fan in the world. But listen. That's soft. If you can't, I'll stop it when you stop me. If I'm running the ball up the middle, it's a draw play, and I end up busting it. I'm pause. pause whoa. If I end up going for <laughs> for six, 65 yards in a touchdown, and you can't stop, I, I can't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell my third string running back to not get a touchdown if he breaks it for 75 yards. That's on you. Soft. This is the moment where I'm supposed to play devil's advocate and like and like come to the other side and talk about how you're wrong that there's like it's a gentleman's game and yada yada and you know what what you do unto others as you would want them to do to you and i think even mcdaniel said something about karma and then they ended up scoring again anyway i just can't to me i think one of the biggest soft problems in the nfl is take the bills for 30 years have done it they take their foot off the gas and then they would get beat by people. It's like, don't take your foot off the gas. Beat, stomp a mud hole in their asses. Like, smash them into oblivion. Make them never forget this day, right? But that's not what they do in the NFL. And it happened I'm on Sunday. It. Go ahead. What'd you say? No, I'm, no, I'm saying I'm with it. I'm with you. Like, don't take your foot off. Like, as, as much as you can, destroy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, destroy. I mean, it's... To, to be i don't know how anybody could be a, the only people that broncos would have to be upset with is themselves 100 percent. and i tell we're, you what um the dolphins because they scored 70 points on us we'll stop them all i'm saying is the coach that was there last year who they said was horrible <laughs> never gave up 70 points that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> i went to the that's broncos all twitter i'm page. gonna say i went to the broncos twitter page and i i, I, I typed in 70 question mark 70 bro with a gif of nathaniel hackett going oh my god <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a uh, pretty pretty amazing and nate, and nate was bad nate was bad he was just like he he was like a lost little puppy out there. It was just, un was. <laughs> it was just <laughs> way in over his head. Like that Monday night football game, he was just like every but every fa every half fan of football that was watching that game was yelling at the TV, telling him what to do because we've all seen it a thousand times. And he was just like eyes glazed over, like I don't know what's happening. And it's like you, <laughs> like wait, you're sending the kicker in, like you're sitting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> so let's this this is the part of the show where we uh we we already fast forward and we talked about the Bills and Dolphins game for this weekend. So let's get your stat lines in the comments uh, where you predict what you feel Josh's stat line will be for the game. And then we're also going to do the score prediction. So let us know how you feel. Joe, this week, let's start with you. Last week, I feel like because I wasn't with you, my prediction came out a little early before you and Sterl. So let's have yours. this <laughs> So if I'm doing a Josh Allen stat line, for me, last year in, the, in game one, Josh Allen threw for 400 yards in a game that was not going well for the Bills at all, which was wildly remember remember memorable for me because i won a thousand bucks um off of uh, off of a josh allen stuff parlay with the I, th I can't remember i think i don't remember exactly what it was but I, I did well with this football game josh allen generally has a relatively good football game against the dolphins as we kind of established earlier for me i think he's over 350 in this football game i think the buffalo bills i think they're gonna try to play you know we didn't really get a chance to talk about what the bills have to do to win this game what the dolphins would have to do to win this game but i, I I don't want to see possession football, but I think the Bills are going to try to play possession football. And at the same time, I think the Bills are also defensively going to try to make the Dolphins work for every inch of the field. So they're not going to give them anything over the top. And they're going to try to do to the Dolphins what the Jets do very well to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense, which just basically makes them get impatient and at some point in time to the ball. So all that to say this, sorry. I think Josh is right around 370, 375, and he probably throws three touchdowns and runs in another one. I'm with that. I would, I would love that. I think, I think the game is going to go a little bit differently than what most Bills fans want. I think it's actually going to be a lower scoring game. I don't think under. You're taking the under. Look, I'm going to take the under because I feel like um, after a 70 point game and after the Bills score 37, um, I just feel like everybody's expecting it to be one of those firework type situations. Like last year when the Bills went and played against the Chiefs in mm -hmm. Kansas City, everybody's like, "Oh, there's fireworks all over this game." The score was like what 18 to 20 or something like that. It so, was nerve wracking. I was there. <laughs> yeah, so I just I feel like it's going to be one of those things because I think I think um, and and Jeremiah said this last night on Chop Up. Um, I think that the Bills play defense the way they play offense, and mm -hmm. I think they play defense the way we play offense. So it's just going to be one of those games where um, it's just going to be two heavyweights throwing punches, and I think whoever had to, has the ball at the end is going to win. But as far as Josh Allen prediction here, I'm going to go uh, 260, mm. one touchdown in the air, one on the ground. That is modest. That's very modest. Yeah. That, to me, is a football game where I'm going to be in, I'm going to lose weight. It's a, That's a nervous wreck football game for me. I think you're going to lose some weight. <laughs> uh, I'll just check the score after and then watch it on replay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'll be at the game. I'll be at the game. That's funny. Um, no, I, I don't mind that. I like that we have very wildly different kind of takes on this, on this football game. That'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out. So now you get to go first with your game prediction. Well, so yesterday, and I, so I'm changing it already from yesterday because of what I just said there. So yesterday I said it's going to be like Bills 35, Dolphins, you know, 28. And whoever has the ball last will win. And I thought Bills are going to have a two-minute drive at home. We're going to win it. Mm -hmm. uh, the way I see it actually going, man, like just, just really looking at how I think the Bills defense has looked all season. Mm -hmm. I know Miami has this offense that's phenomenal. I think our defense is actually I think this is the year that that our defense is going to prove that like, no, we're really like it's not just in stats. Mm. It's not just at the end of the season where we're the second best defense. We're really the type of defense that are going to be able to shut down top tier offenses. So I'm good. That's what. So and again, I'm going low scoring game here. I also think the Buffalo Bills are going to want to control the, the, the clock. So I think we're going to see a big game from Jimmy Cooks. 
So I'm going to say uh, Bills win this game, you know, 23-14. Nice. Taking the under. I, I, I like everything that you said. Um, it's it's the defense to me, it, it's it's put up or shut up time, right? As much as as mm-hmm. much as coach just coached his hundredth game, he's won sixty something of them. Would you trade him? I'm not on the fire Sean McDermott bad wagon. Like to me, keep him here forever. But there's aspects of like, okay, we've seen enough of this defense, right? There's we've seen it's time to maybe blow the defense up and figure something else out because you can't say that they haven't won every big game because there's been some big games in there that the Bills have won and the defense has stepped up and played. The games that really matter in the playoffs, the defense has not played well, right? As far as that goes. This is probably you said it earlier. It's a test. This is this is a test game for this defense. And this defense needs to show up. I think I said last night on the show, just because I was trying to go smoke i think i said 45 to 27 or something like that and you put it up there's like 45 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were telling it, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that i don't know that i'm at 45 <laughs> um that's the opposite of what i think is going to happen it, it's wild to me how loose coach was in his presser today he was very loose and jokey um and i i felt like him and josh they were just answering they were saying the things that the press wanted to hear right about this football game and about playing the dolphins and what they're going to have to do. It, it was just interesting to me, to me to see how loose they were. They weren't necessarily the opposite tight at all. So I feel like the bills are going to win this football game. I think there's an opportunity. They could lose it. I don't think it's going to be as close as you say. I think it's going to be closer than the score feels. So versus it's not as close as the score looks. It, I think it's going to be closer than it feels. But I think the Bills win by two possessions. I think they win by 10, probably in that 35, 38 to 27. So I've got a higher scoring game over the over, over 60. I think the Bills defense scores a touchdown. I'm with, listen, game. I ain't going to be mad at you, Joe. I ain't going <laughs> to never be mad at you. Like, I, I, want, I want Josh to come out and eat. I just want to I, I want to see it all. Uh, but, see, it's important for me. The, 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 here's the reason why I say the Bills have to win this game for me. So remember when we did our, our season prediction, like how the, how the schedule was going to go. Mm-hmm. I said week one was going to be an L, but then we have to run these games off because then yep. the way the Bengals are playing, I don't think the Bengals are, are – I'm not afraid of them. Now, they can get better by November 5th. That's a long time. As long you as know, Burrow's, it, as long as Burrow heals up, they'll play better. Right. So, But, but as of right now, we're looking at the Bengals. And even then, so by the time we get to them – depending on how long he's playing like this, it might be the Bengals might, you know, they might be down bad enough where it's like, there's not even a chance for them to come back enough to make the playoffs. Who knows? But that no late November, the Eagles and then the bye week. And then you got the chiefs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got games here that we should be able to run them off. We should be able mm-hmm. to go, mm-hmm. you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got eight games that we should, we should be able to run off. Yeah. Yep. We got to win this game because there's not another test on our schedule until the Eagles. Yep, 100%. Uh, Roy Collins says Bills 10-7 oh. in overtime. If that happens, I'm going to be dead under my seat. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make it to overtime. Like, well, could he, you imagine he, sitting he there for four? Oh, okay. He said he's joking. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine four quarters <laughs> of seven uh, seven to seven Bills-Dolphins? Like, or, or, or however it plays out, so the Bills score late. Right, so it's seven nothing for four quarters, and then the Bills score late, or it's seven nothing Bills, and the Dolphins score late. Like, just kill me now. Just 
put me. That would feel like the um, <laughs> what was that? The Jags game that we lost? What was oh. that? Six to nine? Oh, so oh my god, that was terrible. It's, it's, <laughs> it was it's terrible. literally, it's literally the cartoon with the stick figure standing over the helmet, going, "Do something, like just do <laughs> <Yeah>. something." <laughs> Please do something. Yeah, let's not have that. Let's have a good football game. So programming note, uh, Monday, I fly to Europe. So I fly to the motherland. I fly to Ireland, uh, going to the Bills game in London next week, Sunday, and then uh, don't fly home again until the 13th. So I will be out of pocket. Um, you doing any shows of- live in, over there? No, I'm not taking any. I'm not taking any electronical gadgets other than my iPhone. That's the only okay. thing I'm taking. Okay. I mean, I guess I could do one for my iPhone, but that's probably not going to happen either. So my wife would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Sarah's going. I know. Um, yep. yep. Uh, let's see. Our friend Will with fans of Buffalo will be there. It's, it's a ton of some folk that we know going. Dan, Jim, Freddie. I, I think Jim is. Dan Is Dan going? I know Jim is going. I thought Dan. Yeah, I know Jim. Jim is going. The guy that actually created your hoodie. Uh, who Alyssa. Jim. Yeah, Alyssa's going. Um, there's a bunch. Denar Jackson is going. There's a ton of people going. Yes, yeah, it's a ton. Um, so it's gonna be a good time. I couldn't swing it. I'm like, I just, I if I'm gonna spend a few thousand bucks, it's not to hang with Bills fans. No diss. I love y'all, but I just would rather go on vacation than to go. <laughs> you know, but I love y'all. I love you too. Well, my wife has already told me uh, we're doing one day of Bill stuff. <laughs> I'm like wait wait a second this is my vacation too so you you got game day you got game day that's, that's what it. you that's it <laughs> i love it 22 years of marriage right there well i hope you have a blast man um I, so with that being the case I, i'm guessing that uh i'll have to i'll find some substitutions for for joe and uh, we'll we'll be back with the Hump Day Hotline next week. W- when are you back? Will you be back for the following week? Nope, thirteenth. I come back on the thirteenth of October. So yeah. And so Joe's listening, you guys, for two weeks in a row. No, they're, so asking, we'll- me, they're <laughs> asking me at work. They're like, "Are you going to take your laptop? Like, you going to be answering emails?" I'm like, "I ain't doing any of that. I'm like, that is not happening." <laughs> so all right, well, look. So we we're going to do. You got anything going on that you want to plug before we get out of here? So I am going to the game on Sunday. The overreaction show will be on Sunday at 9 p.m. And then uh, other than that, no, I don't really have any. What about you? What do you got going on? Anything good? Uh, No. Well, this weekend, uh, pregame rumblings is back, uh, Mm. presented by DraftKings. So I'll be doing that show. It's a big show this week. So but but other than that, no, just uh, go and check out our sponsors. Go over to Fictor.com and set up a consultation to get your eyes checked in case you can't see. You know, because apparently I, I, I need, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice, Joe. I'm, I'm gonna be nice. I was going to I was going to say something about I'm not going to do it. Head over to Fictor.com and uh, go sign up for a consultation. They'll get back to you so you can see if you are eligible for. <laughs> What's up? I, I'm cautiously going to ask you if you've got anything else to say without trying to bait you or goad you into saying whatever it is. That's not what I'm asking. I'm just saying any final words without. Yeah. No, I think you're but, giving them <laughs> final words. I I just hope that our offense shows up this weekend the way we have the last mm. two weeks and the defense. against a team and our defense. But you know what? I for some reason I feel so confident in this defense. Like mm. I'm not a when I when I'm telling you I'm not afraid of this Miami team. It's not because the Miami Dolphins are not a good team. They are good. Their quarterback is good. I need Bills fans to be honest about this. I need y'all to talk to other fans mm. and be honest about mm. this. Tua is good. The team is good. The coach is good. I hate to admit it, but 
Mike McDaniels is good. He has mm-hmm. that offense humming. They're mm-hmm. they're gonna be a good team all season as long as Tua is healthy, as long mm-hmm. as their other key players are healthy. They're a very good team. But the Buffalo Bills are like that too. And Amen. the Buffalo Bills are the two-time defending AFC East champions. And until you you in, in order to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And I'm not talking about a regular season game because we learned that with the Chiefs. We could beat them in a regular season until you <laughs> until you unseat them. You're not the man. So I'm not worried about the Dolphins. I'm not. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline brought to you by Fichte Endel and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. I'm one of the hosts of this show, sitting alongside my very good friend, one of my best friends, Jay Spence the King, my co-host. So good. So what's coming up? Line to Gain is coming up right now, right? Line so to Gain. Line right to Gain now. is coming up right now. And then we got a bunch of other shows coming up this week. So uh, do your best. Stay healthy. Stay humble. Stay hungry, as uh, Coach likes to say. But uh, for me, for Jay Spencer King, for Buffalo Rumblings, go Bills. Go Bills. Thank you.